I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Toes and I went to Lowe's earlier today. Yeah. And got a few things. Mm-hmm. Put it in the buggy. Took it out to the car. Putting it in the trunk. We opened the trunk. I have this 12 pack of Diet Dr. Pepper in my trunk. Okay. That I forgot about for a while. Mm. And now I'm like, is it bad now? Because it got hot and then it got cold and it got hot and, it got cold, and it's been in the trunk for like a while and so i just keep leaving it because i'm like i feel weird throwing away the whole 12 pack but also i don't know if i should drink it so it's just stayed in there for like way longer than it should yeah and so <laughs> hot toast just goes wonder how long you're gonna have your emotional support diet dr pepper in the trunk <laughs> and i was like i don't know like but what would i do without it like what would emotionally support me right if i didn't have it yeah and she said i don't know babe you sure do ask a lot of questions, though. Maybe you should be a philosopher. <laughs> and I was like, I have never been so roasted. <laughs> was, uh, wow. She got me so good. Roasted in the Lowe's parking lot. About my emotional support, Diet Dr. Pepper 12 pack. I think you should get another one. <laughs> I know, but I just feel weird about throwing it no, away. No, I mean, you should just get another oh, one that lives getting in the trunk. <laughs> And don't but, like, tell her. Maybe some orange soda or something. Yeah. Like some variety. Be like, well, the doctor if ever told me it was lonely. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, that is for when I'm feeling sad. Right. The orange soda is for like my anxiety. When I'm feeling a little silly. Yeah. When I feel, <laughs> when I feel a little silly. Yeah. When, yeah, when I'm feeling a little. Wait, what did you just tell me? The silly. The silly buffoonigans. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a children's television show. It probably was. <laughs> Uh-oh, the silly buffoon again. Oh, here they come. That is what it's like. Yeah. At my house. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a circus over there. Um, So that's what has I been going on. you should leave it. My life. Forever. I feel like they they get hot on like a truck going to the store and then I know, it's not their beer. room temperature or they stay cold. And I mean, it won't, it wouldn't kill you probably oh, to great. like stick it in the fridge and then like try one the instagram post <laughs> with this episode is like rip bucket snake <laughs> unfortunately to, we're gonna have to end the podcast with bucket snake done. tried the trunk soda <laughs> i don't i don't know man i mean they're not in direct sunlight people leave sodas in their garage all the time and then That's bring true. them in the house i, don't, I think that'll be just fine the trunk i don't know trunks are weird yeah i don't know what goes on there <laughs> that's true anyway here we are it's me bucket snake yeah i'm meat wedge i'm not a doctor so and i got an email this morning that was like hey your food handler's license is gonna expire so pretty soon i won't know anything 
Oh, you can't even touch food. I'm, I won't be allowed to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> you touch it and it flies away. <laughs> Every dinner I make will be illegal oh. one month from today. That's good to know. Yeah. Probably let Business Goose know about that. I should. I was, it was like, I opened the email because I was like, can I renew it just to have it? Yeah. But it was like, talk to your manager about getting it renewed. And I was like, no, I don't have a manager. So I don't work in food anymore. Yeah. So I don't think I can get it renewed. I just. That's annoying because if you wanted to get a new job in food service, you would have to get it. Yeah. I just would have to go through. You'd have to get hired and then do it. It'd just be nice to be like, yeah, you I just can go ahead and hire me because I already have that. Yeah. I'm already certified. I just yeah. want to have it. I just want to have. I can handle your food. And we've talked about this, but maybe not on the podcast. I mm-hmm. think it would be fun to have every license. Yeah. Just collect available. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, conceal carry, even though I don't even want to have a gun. Just be nice to have that license. Fishing, food mm-hmm. handlers. Mm-hmm. I think realtors license, it takes too much. You got to like go to like classes and stuff. Remember that time we That's were on a much. road trip and we looked up yeah. all of the parameters to be a private detective? Yeah. And it's not that much work. No. Yeah. It's, it looked pretty easy. And it's not that much money. Mm-hmm. So we I, I kind of just want to do it. Yeah. yeah. I know. That would, that would definitely be one of those things that it's like two truths and a lie. And be like, I'm a licensed private investigator. And everybody be like, well, that's definitely fake. And be like, nope. Nope. Actually, I was in just in your garbage before I got here. <laughs> I want to do and it. it legal. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, my so I want to get a I want to get a motorcycles license for realsies. But now my food handler's license is gonna expire and I'm sad about it, which is dumb. It's silly too, because like a lot of the questions that they ask you had nothing to do with anything. You know, where do you store the chicken and how long do you cook pork? And I'm like, I'm a cake decorator. I don't yeah. know any of this shit, but You never made a pork cake? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what I call my pork cake. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, we're here to talk about monkeys because this is your themes episode for the month of March 94. This month we're talking about the movie Monkey Trouble. Yep. And so our theme this month that we're going to discuss is the fucking deal with pet monkeys. There's monkeys, yeah. Because it's such a weird thing. I know. Uh, I did too much research into this. Like you do. I just love doing research. It's fun. I know. You're so good at it. I Thank you. So I'm going to start with this story okay uh when i was an apprentice hairdresser mm-hmm. what you do as an apprentice is you stand next to a master cosmetologist and just watch them do hair all day yep um sometimes you're you mix color for them sometimes you shampoo the clients but you literally just stand there and watch sure it, which also means listening which also means you hear the same stories over and over again yeah and because that's just what it's like to be a hairdresser you don't see you you see the same people like every six weeks and so you have to catch them up on what you've been doing for the last six weeks and you do that for like eight hours a day so you right. tell the same stories over and over again and you get really good at it. yeah anyway the person that i apprenticed under one day very casually mentioned the pet monkey at her parents house what and like just in casual conversation and most of her clients were people that she had like grown up with or her parents knew so they also didn't think anything of it yeah and I, i'm staying there and i'm like wait whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hang on hang on hang on you're what <laughs> and uh she was like oh yeah the pet monkey i don't remember its name and she looked at me like i was weird no for asking mm-mm no, I that's have weird. never known anybody to have a pet monkey. And no. to speak of it so casually yeah. and act like everyone 
has a pet monkey no that grew up in the suburbs of georgetown well maybe they did maybe everybody in that neighborhood had a pet monkey that's just weird though i don't think i've ever known anybody with any kind of unconventional pet yeah at i definitely all. don't have a millipede at my house right now yeah i guess that is kind of his name is zip i know I put new plants in his enclosure today. That's cute. That's very cute. I still think you need to get two more and name them Zilch and Nada. I probably will. They house together really well. Actually. Oh, see, that would be perfect. Yeah. Zip, Zilch, and Nada. Yeah. Or Zip, Zap, and Zoodle. I don't know. Anyway. Zoodle. The point is, I've never known anyone with a monkey, and that's rude to be like, yeah. No, it's weird. Yeah, I know. It is and weird. And exciting. Right, so like, I was like, tell me about your monkey. Don't make me seem like I'm the weird one for being sucked about it. So anyway, that was my introduction to pet monkeys <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, seven years ago. And now here we are talking about it on my podcast. Yeah. Pet monkeys. Let's start with some background. Okay. Since the beginning of time. Oh, background. Yeah. Back, 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 background. Mm-hmm. Um, they Monkeys have always appeared in artwork, cave paintings. As we developed more intelligence and an art form, they were often used as like a symbol to tell like allegories or stories or like morals of the story, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like almost like in uh, Pinocchio when he's hanging out with all the kids that are donkeys. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's because they're jackasses, you know, like they used monkeys to be like, right. this guy's an idiot. Look at him. He's a fucking monkey. Well, and do I guess it makes sense because it's like. And then the alligator, you'd be like, I don't look anything like an alligator. Yeah. So that's not going to happen to me. But you're like, that monkey has little hands and a little face, just like me. And so I could very easily put myself in this story Mm -hmm. and see it happening to me. So that makes sense. Yeah. So they are seen in the wall paintings of Egyptian tombs, in Minoan frescoes on Crete, Roman sculptures and frises. Did I say that right? And they can even be found on the facades of some Gothic cathedral cathedrals so they're everywhere i think it's just freezes freezes mr <laughs> freezes yeah well in, a, in any case they're everywhere yeah that's really cool too that they live like all over the place i know so the way that monkeys were portrayed up until that point kind of just like yep we've seen a monkey he's gonna be in the background or we're gonna use him in the story but in the 16th century there was a weird renaissance of monkeys in dutch art <laughs> For whatever reason. <laughs> the monkey renaissance. I know. Well, there I didn't write it down um, because I was afraid I'd pronounce it wrong. But there is a name for this art movement. The, where everything was just full of monkeys? Yeah. Huh. Because it was a, like a real chunk of the renaissance. I don't know. Yeah. So like I said, where they had previously been used for metaphorical or ornamental purposes, they became uh, more often found in parodies. They're dressed in human clothes, performing human actions, actively intervening in human affairs, and they're used to ridicule aspects of human life or specific people in a mean way. Also, in the 16th century, there was a growing trend. This is so interesting to me. There became this trend to just have a weird room in your house. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the Dutch word, but it translates to Cabinet of Curiosities. Okay. Which is that show that just came out. Yeah. And that podcast. Yeah. Um, you're expected to have a bunch of weird shit like random trinkets from abroad, artifacts of strange animals like claws and antlers and narwhal tusks, stuffed crocodiles, you know, normal shit, mm-hmm. and obviously works of art. And the stranger, the better for the works of art. And it became popular to have paintings of very normal life, 
but subverted where all the people were replaced with monkeys. I love that. I know. It's such a wild thought because this is still something that we all do. I mean, I know we don't have like a specific room. Like, look at my weird room. Right. All the rest of my house is normal. Here's my weird room. Right. But we just put the weirdness everywhere. I was going to say, yeah, at least us and our pals, we all just have kind (laughs) of weird shit throughout our houses. But it's still like we hang it on the wall. We're like, look at this weird thing I got. I got this over here. You know, it just is a very human thing. It's true. To collect weird shit to show to your friends. I don't know. That's such a funny thing to think that it's been going on for so long. So is this like just a Dutch phenomenon? Yeah. Or like the whole world was... Okay, so just Dutch people were like, this is the weird room. Yeah, look at my weird room. Cool. I mean, it may have, you know, carried on, but it was apparently started in the Netherlands. Okay. And then to add fuel to the monkey scented fire, (laughs) the, (laughs) the Dutch East India Company was founded. And began bringing even more species of monkeys to Europe. So now they're bringing over smaller, more gregarious monkeys, such as macaws and langurs. I don't know what that one is. I know what a macaw is. It's a macaque. I know what a macaque is. (laughs) I know what a macaque is. (laughs) These provoked a lot of curiosity. Um, Not not least because they were, like, really smart and had such a, like, high capacity for imitation of humans. Yeah. But also because they learned yeah they could be taught to do so many different things some are kept as pets others in menageries Mm. which is a fancy word for a zoo right and the less fortunate monkeys were purchased by buskers and forced to perform in the street which we have all seen yeah images of that Mm -hmm. so this then provoked a dramatic shift in attitudes towards primates because before the 16th century European perceptions of the animal kingdom had been shaped by the Bible. And while God had created man in his image and likeness, he had created animals as a lesser, more imperfect form of life. But now, with so many people interacting with monkeys on a daily basis and seeing the similarities between humans and monkeys so close up, right? they started to consider monkeys like a special case. Mm. Because though they're obviously not human, they shared enough characteristics with mankind to be thought of as a form of humanity. Yeah, kind of a rough draft. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's how, yeah, God saw it too. <laughs> he was like, uh, I don't like that. Almost. One. Too fuzzy. <laughs> uh, and this connection between humans and monkeys only continued to grow. Throughout most of the 19th century, it was not at all uncommon for a family to keep a monkey as a household pet. Because they were considered amusing and also human-like enough to be regarded by some as no more than naughty children. And indeed, for some, the pet monkey may have even filled the vacant role of a child in a childless family. Absolutely wild. I know. I saw um, a newspaper clipping, like a classified, that was like about a husband and wife looking for a pet monkey because their children had moved out and there was like a void in the family or whatever. I'm going to send this to my mom and be like, we could have had a pet monkey instead of... Instead of your brother. A little brother. (laughs) They're similar. (laughs) Whack. That's that's funny, though, to be like, we're empty nesters and we need... We don't want to have more children, but a monkey. Yeah, a monkey would be great. Something that's permanently a toddler. Perfect. What? I just got rid of all those little shits. I know. I would like a dog with hands. (laughs) please (laughs) yeah that's more aggressive right there are also a lot of stories of monkeys being used in fighting rings around this time and Mm -hmm. i don't want to talk about it because it's sad but wait what if they had little boxing gloves some of them probably did (laughs) and it was probably cute yeah (laughs) there was one i don't remember its name 
but he got famous for they would make them fight like all different types of animals not just mm. other monkeys and no this one they would fight him against dogs no that's disgusting i know it's so that's sad. just I mean, watching any animal fighting is sad right but... it's only cute if they both have boxing gloves and they're on opposite corners of the ring and they got their little shorts oh. and the little guy like massaging their shoulders and be yeah. like get in there you can do it yeah it's only cute in that scenario yeah and then they stop and there's no actual fighting yeah it's just for that <laughs> don't fight animals god anyway anyway so there's a book published in 1888 called notes on pet monkeys and how to manage them i miss when book titles used to be an entire paragraph yeah and so specific yeah this book is just about this one thing yeah yes so here's a description of the book to intending keepers of pet monkeys the author's practical items how to build a monkey cage cheaply with all of its appendages and utensils such as the trapeze, pole and barrel, ring and bell, swing, looking glass, feeding dish, sleeping box, will be found highly useful. So will his chapters on choice of monkeys and what kind to buy, as well as where to buy them, lists of their prices, their diet, and general management. Wow. Yeah. It really is everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. It's a guide to monkeys. I just liked the list of like, all right, so we will need yeah. a <laughs> monkey cage with a trapeze, a pole, uh-huh. a barrel, a ring and bell, a swing, a looking glass, a uh-huh. feeding dish, a sleeping box. It's just like, yeah, it's simple. It's not that hard. It's just like a baby. Exactly. <laughs> just all the things that you didn't get rid of when you had your baby. Yeah, just give them to this monkey. Throw them in a cage. What's the difference between choice of monkey and what kind to buy? Hmm. Sounds yeah, like I guess the options here are the here are the choices the options versus here's what what you should should, avoid yes absolutely okay interesting here's the most interesting thing that i found the wealthiest classes collected all sorts of unusual beasts for their amusement during the 19th century so many in fact that the central park zoo or menagerie as it was called then was created as a repository for all those unusual creatures abandoned by their owners oh wow the central park zoo was created yeah because rich people in the 19th century would get weird pets and then get tired of them yeah and so they just all got collected they'd be like oops i shouldn't have a full-grown cheetah in my house that was dumb i'm gonna get rid of it and get a baby alligator instead i'm gonna go put it in the park the park someone was like we should i guess just put them all together i don't know yeah i guess we'll start building them houses or something damn that is wild yeah. Clearly, the solution is to be like, stop doing this. Yeah. But it was just easier to build a zoo. <laughs> right. They're like, ah, uh, I guess we'll just house them. I mean, that's better than killing them, at least. Oh, absolutely. Or putting them in the sewers. Yeah. Because we all know that the New York sewers are full of gators. Unchecked. Waiting to climb up your toilets. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where the Ninja Turtles live. Well, sure. And also giant gators. Yeah. And big, big rats. It's a big city. That's true. There's room for everybody. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> a bizarre New York Sun article from March 1907 found an interesting correlation between elegant women and their companion monkeys. There were such hot commodities with finer New York ladies that year that the animals were almost considered luxuries. Monkeys rode snugly amid the elegant furs and finery of a modern woman out of ermine muffs. Carried by smartly dressed women along Fifth Avenue, hideous grinning little faces peep out at you. <laughs> That's just wild. I mean, monkeys are cute, especially like the little ones. Yeah. But they never look like clean to me. No. They're always they're dirty. Not. Yeah. 
So it's just wild that these like elegant ladies with their finery and their furs and their silks and their jewelry would be like, and I have this horrid little creature <laughs> that just hangs mm, out with my me. Tiny. Oh, it pooped. <laughs> yeah. I it's Yeah, what do you do in that situation? A wild thing to think like nineteen oh seven, New York City, like the weird, like it's old times, but it's also everybody in the higher classes thinks that this is like yeah just the height of yeah modernity you know yeah but they're also like i need a monkey yep. i'm gonna go back in time and take a peep <laughs> and something a hideous little face will be peeping back at you ah! <laughs> it is impossible to import enough monkeys to fill the present demand one animal importer told the sun an installment of marmosets or ringtails no sooner reaches port than they are shipped to women all over the country fucking wild i do i would take a marmoset like the little pygmy ones that are like four or five inches tall yeah yeah if somebody were like hey do yeah. you want i'd be like hell yeah i do i can't, i just couldn't it's just too even the little ones i'm like it is too smart and too intelligent and i yeah i couldn't leave it at home alone but if you had enough space for it to like be hanging out and having a good time i guess how does it have a good it's got stuff to do. It's got a looking glass and a feeding box. And <laughs> Pole and barrel. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's fine. The trapeze or whatever the fuck. I mean, it's just, you know, just like anything else where it's like, is it getting enough enrichment and fun stuff and different stuff to do? It'll be fine. I know. They're just so, they just seem so smart though. Yeah. Well, like, leave it know. some books. <laughs> <laughs> leave it to book or two. Um, in 1907, the pet monkey was prepared to do the unthinkable. <gasps> Replace the yapping dog as the woman's preferred companion. The, I feel like monkeys scream. The howling monkey yeah. is going to replace the yapping dog. Great. From Can that we... same article. Yeah. To those who do not like monkeys, the mm -hmm. popularity of the beast seems more objectionable than any other recent fad. Yeah. The horse fad, mm -hmm. the dog fad, the cat fad, the automobile fad, the ping pong fad, the bridge fad, the chameleon fad. Uh-huh are more excusable to such people. <laughs> this is all just making me think of, and unfortunately, we know he sucks now, but it's all just making me think of that Dane Cook bit where he's talking about how he's like, every every guy wants a monkey. And he's like, and then there's always that guy yeah. who's like, excuse me, I've over heard saying that you want a monkey. You do not want a monkey. Okay. <laughs> they make faces that are unacceptable in society. <laughs> I forgot about that bit. <laughs> he's like, these are all the reasons that I want a monkey. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> But yeah, there's, there's always the guy who's like, uh, no, you do not. Okay. No. The chameleon fad. That what? sounds tight. I want to look that up too. I know. I just need to know about all the, the ping pong fad. What is that? Right. I don't know. What were women that, in the early? The rest of these are pets. Like horse, dog, cat, yeah. chameleon are pets. Right. Are we carrying around an automobile or a ping pong or a deck of cards as a pet? I don't know. To play bridge? I it's all crazy. 1907 was a wild time. It's true. In 1907, monkeys even found themselves in the service of New York area fire departments. A Mercer Street crew enjoyed the alertness of a monkey named Jenny, Aww. who once warned her fellow firefighters of a blaze by tossing pool balls down an iron stairway. Aww. Fire! <laughs> Just throwing <laughs> balls. But like... How did they know that's what that meant? I know. It seems like a thing that a monkey would just do for, for fun. fun. Yeah. Be like, oh, this fits nicely in my hand. Got a good heft to it. Oh, if I throw it down this iron staircase, it makes a hell of a noise. Nobody's watching me right like, now. Jenny, shut up. 
But she's like, everything's on fire, man. Yeah. Also, wait, was the fire there in the firehouse? I, I don't know. There was a picture of Jenny with the article, though, so. Aw. Yeah, I know. How do you know the difference between a monkey and other kinds of apes? <sighs> their butts. It is their butts, actually. Monkeys have tails, and yeah. all the other apes do not, which I is why. joking. It's so funny. Curious George. Not a monkey. Oh. He doesn't have a tail. Maybe he did at one point. Yeah, that's true. But by the time the man in the yellow hat found him, he no longer has a tail. Huh. It's very interesting. Well, to continue on our timeline, we're going to jump yes. from 1907 to 2003. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoa. An article in National Geographic from 2003 says that the Allied effort to save other primates, which is an international coalition dedicated to protecting monkeys and apes, estimates that there are 15,000 primates kept as pets in the United States. And that was in 2003. Wow. So I don't know if it's gone up or down, but that's still a lot. And that's, that's so many. Still in our own lifetime. Like right. not that long ago. No. 20, like I was 20 years ago. Like aware in 2003. Not just yeah. alive, but like a, you know. It was after 9-11. Yeah. <sighs> In That's 2003, wild. there were only nine states that banned keeping monkeys as pets. Today, in 2022, it is illegal in 19 states, but which means it's still illegal. It's still in less than half. Most states, yeah. There are no federal laws regulating the ownership of exotic animals. There are only laws about transporting and importing them. It became illegal to import uh, certain monkeys and primates in 1975, mm-hmm. but there were still enough. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here to keep the trade going, you know. Yeah, it's true. Once they're here, it's like, well, I didn't import it. I got it from that guy down the street. And they can't regulate that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's a state's rights thing, they say. (sighs) I don't know. Veterinarian Kevin Wright of the Phoenix Zoo says primates are highly intelligent, emotionally right. complex, and long-lived animals that need to be around their own kind in order to develop normally. Yeah, that's why you can have a pygmy marmoset because you have like eight of them and they just don't take up very much space. <laughs> <laughs> you just put them in the uh, fucking weird In the old, weird room, yeah. Yeah, and- cabinet of curiosities and marmosets room. Just <laughs> so have a cabinet of marmosets. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. He also said, if you try to keep them as pets, you're creating a mentally disturbed animal in 99.9% of the cases. Mm -hmm. The animal will never be able to fit into any other home. It will never learn to get along with other monkeys and more often than not will end up with a lot of behavioral traits that are self-destructive. Right. Today, monkeys that are offered for sale are surplus animals from zoos and laboratories or from breeders. Says April Truitt, the founder of the Primate Rescue Center, right here. 
like 20 minutes away from here. I know. I did not know that it was just so close by. Yeah. Well, when I worked at the grocery store, we, and I think they still do, would donate. It was mostly produce would donate stuff. But when we first started our little, like, um, we had like a parfait bar where you could make your own yeah, parfait. I and so at the end of the night, all the like fresh cut fruit that was on it, we would bag it up and send it to the primate center uh-huh. for them to eat, which was, it was it's just really cute. So nice. I was like, can we go visit? Yeah. Like how, at what donation level do we get to come <laughs> make friends with all the primates? Right. Like, cause you do have to be a member, but like, can I pay you in sliced fruit? Right. Yeah. Like I've, all my membership. I've been giving you bagels. so we had a big list on the walk-in cooler of things that the primates could have so it was mostly so cute they didn't have cakes and stuff unfortunately but um mostly produce but yeah we donated a lot of stuff to them and hopefully they still do yeah they have 50 primates there wow that's awesome i know and they're all they have all been like captive born and bred so none of them like i was reading an interview that she did and she was like you know sometimes people want to like students want to come and observe mm-hmm. um, who are studying animals and blah, blah, blah. But she was like, but they want to see animals' natural behaviors and none of this these animals it. act, you know, yeah. normal because their lives have been really weird. Right. Not natural. This one keeps throwing pool balls yeah. <laughs> down the iron staircase. And yelling about fire? And that one won't stop looking in the mirror <laughs> that he insisted on having. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I'd be like, well, these ain't the monkeys to observe because they're not normal yeah and you know so that concludes my research but basically the moral of the story is having a monkey as a pet is a bad idea yep because not only is it bad for them but they also most of them get really aggressive once they're sexually mature right and because their lifespan is you know shorter than ours sexually mature can be 18 months yeah you know so and I did read, I did read some stuff that was sad and I didn't want to include it, but it was like people would take out all their teeth so that they wouldn't bite or, they yeah. would, you know, like remove their fingernails and stuff, their claws. Yeah. Just to keep them as pets, which is just. Right. It's like, no, this animal is doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, you, you are just putting it in the wrong place. You're, you're making it weird. Yeah. <laughs> you're making it weird, man. Yeah, man. Just put it back. Taking out their teeth. That's. Humans are fucking. <sighs> Oh, what's that? Can I have it? Right. About everything. That's all of my historical research. Oh. About minkies. Cool. As pits. I wanted to include something also about Jim Jones. Yeah. Um, You know, the leader of the People's Temple. Right. Creator of Jonestown. Because he founded his first church. Um, He raised money for it by selling pet monkeys door to door. But I couldn't find any information about the like history of selling monkeys door to door everything huh. i looked at was like did you know jim jones it's like Soul yeah mon- yeah i know i want to know was about he the only one everybody yeah was he the only guy how do you sell a monkey door to door do you have a bunch of them with you do i you just mean, have one and be like you can have not not this monkey he's my business partner but like so my business monkey <laughs> how do you sell a monkey door to door i don't know because you have other, a catalog yeah other sale door to door salesmen you know, would have catalogs or you would have like stock in your vehicle, I right. guess, or you would place an order and then you would get it later. Right. But, but it's yeah, like, how does it work with monkeys? If you're selling a vacuum cleaner and you're like, you will not get this vacuum cleaner, but you'll get one that looks just like it. Right. But a monkey has a personality and it's different and it's a they different age or maybe a different. Yeah. People don't care. 
clearly. No, that's true. But like, know, wild. It's so weird. I I think I've said wild about a hundred times so far in this episode, but yeah. I don't really know another word for it. Shit is wild. It's just wild. I know. <laughs> it is. It's just like this doesn't seem like a part of history. It yeah. seems very incongruous with how I think of the past. Yeah. I just think that um, especially like well-to-do ladies mm. had too much time on their hands. Yeah. And I feel like now, obviously, there are rich people now who like don't have to work, but I think there are fewer of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there's just maybe more laws. So it was just like a combined, like there were a lot more like socialite ladies who literally just did nothing yeah. but hung out with each other. Yeah. And fewer laws. There are a lot of seasons of Real Housewives. But but they're on TV. They're doing a thing. That's they're true. like, you know, that they have a like a, a job. Yeah. yeah. And so there's like, these were ladies who literally just like, I don't know, yeah. I'll come over to your house and then you can come over to my house and then we'll go shopping. I guess. You're right though. It's just so weird to think of like a dirty little monkey yeah. that is like violent and bites. Right. That's like your status symbol. I know. Like the ownership of another like living intelligent creature is like, look how much money I have. Well, I mean, we've always been doing that. <laughs> I know. But, like, I don't know. But Monkeys but these, are just so human-y. I know. Oh, that's weird. I don't get it. There's a picture of, and I can't remember who it is, but it's some, like, kind of slight Hollywood lady, like Grace Kelly or Audrey Hepburn or somebody like that with a fucking cheetah on a leash oh. in New York. And I'll have to find it. But at least that is, like, it's like a big cat, you know? So, yeah. like, I have a little cat. Here's a big cat. Right. It's cool. Yeah, but a monkey. I don't know. For they're that's just the, so dirty. That's well, they're dirty and and they have so much like agency. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. I know. They're too. They're themselves. Yeah, it's yep. weird. But at least I mean they are. They can get aggressive. But at least if you get a little one, you can like kind of punt it. A cheetah is like if it decides to rip your face off, it's probably just gonna. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's crazy, but also cool. Yeah, it is cool, and that's where the fucking Central Park Zoo came from. I know. Now I want to go visit. People being irresponsible just stop everybody and be like did you know they'll be like yeah i work here <laughs> like, yeah well i work in the menagerie <laughs> which what if we just started calling zoos menageries yes forever do you want to go to the cincinnati menagerie with me <laughs> did you see i, I have a new hippo at the menagerie at the menagerie gift shop well i looked into monkeys in cinema ah so most monkeys that are in movies mm-hmm. are macaques because they're small and trainable yeah um there used to be a lot of like chimpanzees and orangutans orangutans are endangered now so they're harder to get yeah more expensive harder you know to just acquire one and chimpanzees tend to get very aggressive after about six years old especially the males so you have a small window where they're like fun and hangoutable yeah and then it's like he's gotta go Mm mm-hmm and then, like you were saying, at that point, it's like, well, but now he's been, you know, wearing pants and yeah, he playing can't. basketball and he can't just go be a monkey. Right. Or a chimpanzee. So and mostly be accepted back into a chimpanzee society. Right. Yeah. Be an outcast forever. So most monkeys that you see in movies are Capuchin monkeys, hmm. which are the little, the one that's in Monkey Trouble. Yeah. The one that's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. The one that. Uh, Ross has for a little bit on Friends. 
those are all Capuchin monkeys. So I was looking into those mostly because that's what you see most of the time. Yeah. And they live to be like 40 or 50 years old, which is a long time. Yeah. And they are what is known as a new world monkey because they live in the Americas. Oh. They live in Central and South America. And they're thought to be the most intelligent of all the new world monkeys. And they're called Capuchin because they were named for this order of friars, the Friars Minor Capuchin. Okay. Which, like, when Portuguese sure. explorers came over to the Americans, they were like, those monkeys look like little monks in their robes with their hoods down. Oh. How cute. So that's why they called them that. Um, But, yeah, they're super smart. And mostly, I learned about this one monkey whose name is Crystal. Oh. Who has, like, 29 acting credits on her IMDb. Damn. And she's still alive. She's still doing it. She Aww. was recently in a pistachio commercial Aww. where she's like wearing a little green gown and she's walking down like the green carpet and she's just like, it's so cute. So I was learning about her. There was an article written about her called The Hardest Working Monkey in Hollywood. Aww. And she's, yeah, her name's Crystal. She was born in 1994. Cute. So she is not in monkey trouble. Yeah. That's, um, monkey named finster okay but she was in george of the jungle was her debut as like a baby monkey yeah so she was purchased by this guy named tom gunderson for a company called birds and animals unlimited which is the largest supplier of animals for movies oh in the world interesting they're they're still active still getting they even like i was checking out their website and they're like we if you need an animal for a movie like we've probably done it even flies Oh, so I was like, oh, you can't just go catch one. But I get, you know, they're yeah, like I guess not. collecting them, breeding them, draining them. They live for like 24 hours. Drain the flies. <laughs> yeah, it's a rush order for sure. They're all tiny Jeff Goldblums. <laughs> <laughs> they just snatch dudes off the street and turn them into. Into flies. Yeah. Into flies. Yeah. Huh. Horrifying. Anyway, that's not what happened here. This guy, he was tasked, Tom Gunderson, he was tasked with going to get a monkey. And so he went with a couple other people and they were like, well, we have these three. And he was like, I'll let these two other guys pick their monkeys first. And they picked the younger ones. And this one, Crystal, he named her after country singer Crystal Gale. Oh. She was already two and a half years old, but he was like, she seems cool. They try to get them a lot younger than that when they're yeah. like one, like around one, because they're less aggressive and more trainable. But her like big pointy canine teeth were already coming in but he was like no i like her she seems cool crystal gale when i was a kid do you know what she looks like Mm -mm. she has hair down to the floor well she's not alive anymore but she did yeah and when i was a kid i was always like i want my hair to be that low (laughs) that's all i remember about her interesting yeah Hmm. well she has a monkey named after her i'm sure she'd be glad to know (laughs) um yeah, so she was in George of the Jungle, and then since then she has been, she was a knight at the museum, Aww. where she played a monkey named Dexter, and she actually played two different n- monkeys in Night at the Museum too. Wow. And then she was also the drug dealing monkey in The Hangover too, which somebody was like, you're going to get that monkey addicted to cigarettes, because she learned to smoke cigarettes. Well, she learned to smoke cigarettes for The Hangover too. Oh. But he was like, it's a, it's not a real cigarette, and they yeah. added like the smoke in post- Oh, okay, good. But everybody was like, oh, no. Oh, no, don't teach that monkey to smoke. Right? But she's gotten to work with a lot of, like, really big-name actors. I mean, Brendan Fraser, she got to hit mm-hmm. Ben Stiller in the face a bunch in oh, Night at the Museum. That's and fun. He was just like, 
Tom Gunderson is off camera the whole time going, hit him harder, hit him some more. And he was like, fuck it, what, stop, this is awful. I'm getting the shit beat out of me. Right. Tiny monkey. (laughs) He was just like, I hated working with that monkey. He's like, nope, nobody can hit you in the face. And you're like, this is great. Yeah. So he did not have a good time. Uh, Robin Williams also did not like working with the monkey because it pooped on him during a scene. And he said, it combines the worst aspects of working with children and animals when you have an animal that looks like a child. Right. And that's why people before in the old times were like, oh, this monkey looks like a child. I will use it as a replacement for a child. Right. Why? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't either. Uh, Ken Jeong, though, said she's amazing. She's not a monkey. She's an actor and quite possibly the best actor I've worked with. That guy. I know. He's just insulting everyone he's ever worked with. Yeah, that was, that was the point. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper said, she pretended not to know me on the first day of shooting The Hangover 2, even though we worked together on Failure to Launch. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny. But then, so her most recent, like, big role was a show on NBC called Animal Practice, mm-hmm. where she played a doctor. And she's just wearing, like, a little coat the whole time and, like, doing little doctory things. Okay. She played Dr. Rizzo. She got paid $12,000 an episode. Where's the money go? <laughs> to Tom Gunderson, I guess. Yeah. Keep, keeping up with her. and Does she have a bank account? I don't know. She only did nine episodes, so you know, it ended up getting canceled. But that's a lot of money, lot of money. for anybody, what but especially a monkey. What if she 12,000 bananas? <laughs> That's impractical. They would go a bad. Monkey. <laughs> Put him in the banana bank. <laughs> God. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So yeah, she still lives with him and his wife. They sleep in the same bed. Cute. Along with their chihuahua, and they have another Capuchin monkey named Squirt. All right. They all just live together. The article that I read about that said they share a mattress, which is a really weird way to put it. That is. Do they just have a mattress on the floor? That's what it makes that sound like. I know. What? I don't know. It was just like a couple different. I mean, it all came from like the same source and then people were repeating it. But they were just like, he shares a mattress. I was like, that's fucking weird. That's a. Yeah. I don't like it. Oh, bed. Yeah. Uh. They sleep in the bed. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, she's been in a lot of things. She's been in commercials. She's been in a bunch of different movies. That's very cool. And then yeah. I got some other, there are a couple other monkeys. Just because I always like knowing what the animal's real name I know. That's your favorite. Is yeah. Yeah. When they're in a movie. And the so Marcel in Friends was played by two different monkeys. One named Monkey. Oh. Uh-huh. And one named Kate. And I, he was supposed to be, like, Marcel was supposed to be a character for a lot longer, but David Trimmer was like, I fucking hate working with these monkeys. Like, oh. this is awful. And so they kind of wrote him out. He ends up, like, Marcel ends up going to live at the zoo, and then he escapes, and then... So they, they talk about him a little bit, yeah. but he's not in the show for as long <laughs> as he was, like, originally intended to be. Yeah. Um. But then, so once they wrote him out, the monkeys' trainers were like, David Trimmer was just worried about being upstaged by a monkey that's why they had him you know written out of the show yeah just like no i think monkeys are just difficult notoriously yeah to work with i mean historically yeah yeah as we have seen right and then the monkey that played the monkey jack from pirates of the caribbean Mm -hmm. was also played by two different monkeys one named tara and one named levi cute this is interesting i don't know i can there's so many like there's a a monkey and Malcolm in the middle, like one of the guys that they're friends with, oh. ends up getting a monkey. Weird. He gets a monkey to do.
do stuff for him, like get stuff off a high shelf. I think he's like hurt. Oh. Or something like oh, that. That was something else I meant to bring up. Um, I found a study called An Evaluation of Capuchin Monkeys Trained to Help Severely Disabled Veterans. Yeah. That's what he he's his both his legs are broken or something like that. And so he gets this monkey to like help him around the house while he can't do it or yeah. something. And then it the monkey turns on him and it's like a terrible situation, I think. This study was published in 1989, mm-hmm. and clearly that didn't work out. No. Or we would hear about it. Yeah, you'd see a lot more monkeys running around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I guess it would be cool if we could integrate them into society, but I think, yeah, they have like you were saying, society. they have too much intelligence and too much, too many ideas about what they think they should be doing. Yeah. And also, very sharp teeth. Yeah. And they will bite you. And they can climb really high. Do you want to hear the list of names of the monkeys that were in this study? Yeah, always. Hellion. <laughs> Freeway. Susu. Mm-hmm. Henry. With mm-hmm. a Y. Or with an I. Okay. Joe. Mm-hmm. Peepers. <laughs> Cleo. Jeep. <laughs> and Maggie. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. I was like, who named them? It's always so funny to me to see like a group of animals and you think they're going to be like, we named them after the, you know, 11 dudes in Slipknot or something. Yeah. Like like, some sort of group. And it's like, no, we got Freeway, Peepers, and Maggie. Yeah. (laughs) Hanging out together. Jeep over there. (laughs) Jeep, I think, is my favorite. Although Hellion is pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and that's the end of monkey research. And I'm interested to see because we still haven't watched monkey trouble yet but how our newly found information influences our uh viewing of the movie yeah yeah hmm. so you wouldn't no no pet monkeys for you no not for yeah. me nah There's just, no it seems like too much work too to keep them happy yeah i just don't think i could provide everything that they need but you got a list of <sighs> right <laughs> of everything you need right there Right there. And we've known since 1888. 130-year-old book. Yeah, it's right there. <sighs> no, I, I, no, it'd be kind of fun and they're cute. And of course, you know, I mean, the same reason I want a pig partially is because, you know, people come over to your house and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And pigs are smart too. And that yeah. is part of the appeal. Like, it's cool. Right. But I don't know. Yeah. Too they're much not agency. little guys. Yeah. A really good way to put it. Yeah. I agree. So stop it. Yeah. Pet monkey owners. How do you feel about monkeys in movies, though? Now that you learned a bit. I don't know. I mean, it's... Because there are are good laws now. Yeah. Around keeping animals safe while filming movies. But a dog can, like, work on a movie set and still hang out with other dogs. Right. Well, so maybe if you had a group of monkeys that get to live together and have Mm. a monkey society Mm. and do monkey things. Like the Screen Actors Guild. Yes. But, but for monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that could work. The Screen Actors Menagerie. <laughs> <laughs> the same. Yeah. I don't, yeah. If they still get to like be themselves and do, you know, you're not trying to make them a little man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because I do think, I mean, everything that I read about Crystal, people were like, she's just a little person, you know, like, yeah, there are all these pictures of her, like getting ready at the hotel and she's like wearing a little robe or like laying out by the pool or she's like sitting on the hotel like um 
like bathroom counter with all these mirrors like eating a banana oh. in her little rope like it's just so cute and it does seem like she's just like a little lady yeah you know that maybe is she an actress used to be a person maybe so so she's like no this is fine I have yeah. fewer responsibilities and expectations because I am a monkey, but yeah. you know, I have the wherewithal to enjoy it. I don't know, but yeah, I I think that I think with any like any animal welfare laws, as long as they're getting to like do their thing mm-hmm. the way that they were intended to do it. Yeah. Then it's okay. You know? Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it's detrimental to be in movies. It's detrimental for children to be in movies. That's and true. And a lot of times adults. So yeah. maybe we should just stop making movies, honestly. Ah. <laughs> podcasts only. Yeah, books. Books and podcasts. The, the theater of the mind. Yes. Stop it. No video games either. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> theater of the mind. No games are fine. They're cartoons. <laughs> They're not real. Well, I guess that's all. I guess that's it. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see the movie and if we feel like this actor was being treated. I know. We'll have to look into how he was treated. Yeah, I agree. When we do our research. All right. Well, until next time, if you need us, find us on the internet. We will be wherever you look. We're always there. (laughs) We're on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast. We're on Tumblr, Replay Rewind Podcast. We have, you can email us, Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Have you ever had a pet monkey or known someone who has? And what was its name? And what were they like? Yeah. And we have a Twitter. We should probably just get rid of it, though. Yeah. Because fuck Elon Musk. Yeah. Officially. It's going down. <laughs> it's a replay, rewind, official stance. Yeah. If you want to listen to our other episodes, we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. You can find us at patreon.com slash replay, rewind podcast. There will be bonus episodes for you to listen to. You can go to our coffee page, which is just like KO-FI. It's all on the Instagram page. It'll take you to all the links, but you can get stickers and magnets and stuff like that. If you sign up for the Patreon, we'll just mail you a sticker free of charge. It's cool. It's yours. You can have it. Um, Our regular episodes are on Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. So go check those out. Share them with your friends. Tell them how much you like it. And Tell that's it. Everything you learned about monkeys today. Yeah. All the information. Yeah. In the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, and return those monkeys to the jungle. God. Stop having them in your house. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 